0: No, 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 no one. no one, no one gives you fatties like Skippy and Bish, show me my- the
1: let's, let's get it rolling, BetQL, picking fatties. What's up there Chippies, welcome back, it's BetQL, picking fatties, sports betting podcast, it's Saturday morning, September 10th, 2022, Bish and Skippy, I'm coming to you from Ashburn, Virginia, Skippy's in the Springs, DB, what up, he's in Jersey. Already in week two of the college football schedule, which of course started last night with Louisville and Central Florida and Boise State beat New Mexico. We'll get into that in a sec. Uh, of course, one game into the week one NFL schedule with Buffalo pounding the Super Bowl champs 31-10 to 10 on Thursday night. <clears throat> and Skippy, I was um, at the MGM National Harbor Casino on Thursday into Friday because we had our annual poker tournament jump poker open which we haven't had since 2019 but 890 players there was $221,000 prize pool cuz of the $300 buy-in so i just got word that there were uh, there was a nine-way chop um i think there was a nine-way chop at $9,000 each so that's what the winners got $9,000 each uh, but i was feeling like asshole Because Thursday night, I had a few too many, and I was playing blackjack until about 12.30 in the morning, which, of course, I never do. I'm always asleep by 8 or 8.30. I stayed up until almost 1, drinking vodka Red Bulls, and I felt like butt Friday, all day Friday morning. I don't even know how I did the show Friday morning. And then I felt like ass the rest of the day. My wife and I went out to dinner last night. I felt like ass, but I got through it. I wanted to come home and watch the Louisville-Central Florida game and watch Tiafoe play Alcaraz. I lasted about an hour into that, and then I was out. But I feel much better now. But it just reminds me, I'm 52. I can't go hard anymore like I was 22. Can't do it. But when I get into a casino, something gets into my blood. Yeah, so you get you, know you get
0: sized I, in the casino. You get yeah, so,
1: sized. But I just can't do that anymore. All right, I'm not doing that. So if you come no, here, that, if you come no, here, we, we, no. we go to one of these casinos. We're not staying out until 12:30 playing. Black well, we night. don't. Do yeah, it.
0: those days, those days are finished. When you do that, I mean, you just, it, it, I think we did it. The last time I came, we had one of those nights, me, you, Horsey, whoever else, it just, you just, the next day is finished. It's over. And that was when we were in our late forties. Yeah. I don't, I never said that was a ridiculously good match though. With, uh, did you watch the whole thing? Oh, I couldn't stop. Yeah. Oh, wow. Even, even Christy was into that one. Because he, he just, he, would, I, saw he just he in, I saw he won the tiebreaker.
1: I saw he won the tiebreaker in the fourth, right? So there must have been a ton of energy in Arthur Ashe, and then he. Oh left. yeah, it
0: was. It was, was his. No, I. Three. What I, I happened just in the call,
1: fifth? Did he just kind of phase out? Yeah, he just got
0: Alcar Is it Alcarez? How do you say it? Alcaraz. out Al-
1: Yeah. Yeah. Al- the Spaniard.
0: Either way, he's. uh He's not like, Alcatraz, Alcatraz. No, not 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 Alcatraz. He's uh he is a ridiculously good athlete, man. I mean the shots that really they were pulling. The, the yeah. they when they get into their rallies, I mean they hit the ball so I mean they just hammer the ball. I don't know how just, they
1: get to those balls. How do they get to them? Well, well, down we, the line, we, they get to them and they rip them no, back. You'd,
0: I mean, you'd have to have played tennis at a higher level, seriously, to understand when you're on the court. It just looks so different on TV as far as the angles and everything that they do. Mm-hmm. But when you play, like, even when I would watch the young kids, it would be five fives or five O's playing singles. I mean, the quickness with those kids when they were 19, 20, 21, it was crazy. They just would get that. But those guys would just, they would hit it so hard sometimes that it would knock the racket out of the other guy's hand. I mean, they just couldn't think the power was crazy, mm-hmm. but he just got, he just tired. He got tired, man. I mean, what, it was a great run. It was actually so much fun to watch. I haven't watched a, I just don't watch men's tennis anymore. I find the women, there's more fun to watch just because the rallies are better most of the time. But last night was as good as I've maybe ever watched. So it
1: was fun. That was, it was. I was really pulling for the PG County. And game. the other he kid. Was, hey, he that that other kid. Me. So it's Alcaraz and, Rudd. and exactly. Rude. 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 Hey, let me tell you something. Rude, he's
0: cool as a cucumber too. That's going to be kind of an interesting match. He just, he's, he's his laid back on the court. You you he reminds me he looks like he doesn't care out there, but you know
1: he does, and he's just cash oh, yeah.
0: smooth, 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 smooth. That's gonna be a good match.
1: He's a, he's a pretty significant underdog. He's plus one ninety on the money line. Alcaraz is two thirty, minus two thirty wow.
0: to win that. Alcaraz is gonna be tough. You know, the biggest thing for tiapo he just he couldn't I don't know what his overall percent first serve percentage was in, in the middle of the third, which is what killed him. He, at one point he was four for twenty on his first serves. He was he just couldn't, as the match went on, he he just couldn't get a first serve in. I mean, he out he had more aces. I think he had 14 or 15 aces for the match, but just couldn't do
1: it. Yeah. So
0: Could. he's out. Um, Louisville takes care of business last night, by the way. That was a pick on yesterday's show. On the it was actually a money line pick plus two twenty-five. They went outright. So nice.
1: Nice job, Edgy Smedgy and Skippy Boy. Nice job. Yeah, they win. Um, what was it, twenty to fourteen or twenty-one it was 17 the worst.
0: It just reminded me why Auburn got rid of Gus. Bo next. Oh, okay. no next. No, Malzone is the co- he yeah. that often. So they have the the old the old Mississippi quarterback, the Plumly kid, who's Plumlee. very athletic.
1: Right. He's been playing for a hundred years. Yeah,
0: seems like he's been around forever. Their offense, so they score pretty quickly in the game, To back-to-back. To back. You know, I think it was 14-7, I mean, early in the second quarter. They didn't score. That game plan that he has is the worst. That's the worst game plan that he runs, Malzone ever. I mean, it's just, it was like watching paint. I mean, I know Louisville's defense is fine, but they made him look like they were uh, Georgia's defense last night. It was crazy.
1: 20-14 to 14 final. Malik Cunningham throws for 201, runs for 121.
0: He looked and, okay.
1: He didn't look great. He looked fine.
0: Well, I know both running, t- both touchdowns. Was for, there a passing
1: touchdown in the game?
0: Uh, I don't know how Louisville scored right away. Central Florida were court. rushes. Central Florida was the backup quarterback ran for both touchdowns.
1: Uh, yeah, so Cunningham ran for one. Evans ran for one. yeah. There was no passing touchdowns. Kind of yeah, surprising. no passing. And,
0: and they missed like three um, between the kickers. They missed all. They did is miss field goals. Miss, 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 miss,
1: miss. Pretty good. All right, Skippy. Let's get into week two. We are into week two of the college football schedule. ESPN College Game Day is down in Austin for Alabama and Texas. Start with that game, 12 o'clock Fox game. Of course, uh, all the hype with Ken, Quinn Ewers and and Sark, and you know how this team's on the rise. They won last week, obviously, but you know this is a whole different animal playing Bama, who looked unbelievable, beating Utah State 55. Zippy. I mean, that, that's Utah State, and I get it. They're, Bama's always going to beat Utah State. But Utah State won 10 or 11 games last year. It's not like they're a pushover. And Bama just rolled them. So Bama is loaded again in Texas, given about 21, maybe just under that, 20 and a half. What are your I thoughts ba- on
0: that? I think Bama's going to pull away late. Hmm. I think they're going to cover – Bama just covers first halves. I'll Give give me Bama 11 and minus 11 and a half in the first half, and I think they'll hammer Texas. Yours didn't. <clears throat> you're he, he didn't look great last week. He made some bad throws. You're not playing. You're not playing. U. L. Monroe today. So uh, my feeling is Bama rolls.
1: Yeah, I'm with game. you on that. And you know, Saban just wants to hammer Sark. He just oh, wants yeah. to hammer all these guys.
0: Kill him. He and he usually does. Yeah. He usually destroys old assistants.
1: He does. He crushes them. Obviously, Fisher got him last year, but uh, you know, this is what he usually does, and. You know, I'm interested to see that. It's rare to see a big game like that right out of the gate at 12. But I'm I'm at noon. Yeah, Saban
0: actually. Saban doesn't even he doesn't like the early starts, which probably has him in even a worse mood. He just doesn't love early starts in big games. Doesn't like them.
1: Right. Does not. Uh, But he's going to get ready to roll for for that Texas game. All right. So Ohio State's giving a boatload to Arkansas State. Also a 12 o'clock game on the big 10 network, 44 and a half halftime lines, 28 and a half.
0: Ohio yeah, state I mean, had, is
1: 28 and a half. And I think you'll hey, look, see a different Ohio state played a really good team. Game. last. Yeah, they, they they played a really good team, obviously last week in Notre Dame, but you're going to see a different Ohio state offense today.
0: I would think so. I would think you're going to see them, you know, I, if you see them struggling to put up a boatload on, you know, early in this game and you, you look up and it's, seven to three end of the first or something, uh, this this could be a little bit different. I don't know what's changed, but this could be because this is usually a game in years past. Even after a game like what they had last week, they've had it a bunch. They come out this week and absolutely hammer, not just hammer who they're playing, but score a boatload. So I think uh, you, we could see that today as well.
1: All right, so you got um, Miami going to play another cupcake in Southern Miss. Of course, they scored 70 last week against uh, – I don't even remember who they played. They played Bethune-Cookman maybe last week. They played, uh, yep. Yep, so that game's also 12 o'clock, ACC Network. South Carolina-Arkansas, interesting game on ESPN at noon. Spencer Rattler looked okay last week, and they beat Georgia State by three touchdowns, but he didn't look great. He looked okay. And now they're Slow playing start. Arkansas – yeah, now so they're playing fun. Arkansas at Arkansas in Fayetteville, at Razorback Stadium. Arkansas lays nine. The total is fifty-five. Of course, Arkansas had that big win last week.
0: I think that's a lot of points to give South Carolina, though. I just think, um, I don't know how much emotion is going to carry over for Arkansas. That was a big win for them. All the hype going into that game could be, could be a sucker spot. I I'm not a uh, I just don't like Rattler. I'm just not. I mean, I like South Carolina. I like Beamer and I like what South Carolina could do. They I mean, shoot, they played with like a assistant coach at quarterback last year and won six or seven games. So not sure uh if they're gonna win the game, but I can see them
1: keeping it somewhat close. Big game. Big game. Couple of guys who um, used to coach together too, so uh, that'll be fun to watch. All right, Wake Forest at Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt hasn't been three and 0 since 2016 or 17. It's been a while, but five or six years. Wake lays 13 and a half at Vandy. Total 65. And a big story here is Sam Hartman is back. We thought he might be out for the year because they weren't really talking about what his his issue was. We didn't know if it was mental health or they said it was a non football related injury. Turns out it was a blood clot. And now he's good, so he's going to play today at Vandy. They lay almost two touchdowns.
0: Yeah, it went from seven or eight to thirteen with Hartman playing. Uh, total is sixty-four. That's a lot of points to give Vandy. I get. Well, I guess. It's, I guess you say this. This is where you find out. Is this the normal Vandy from all the years? Right? They start yeah. off two and zero, and then they just get shellacked today. Or is it a different Vandy program? Is there a different vibe? Does the coach have it going in the right direction? 13 seems like a lot. Um, I don't really, I mean, I like, I would probably take the points today because It'll Hartman be interesting hasn't played to in see. weeks. Played in weeks.
1: It'll be interesting to see if Hartman comes out and just looks like he hadn't missed anything or if he's going to be a little uh, sluggish. It's going to be a little rusty. But if he comes out and goes right down the field and they're up 7 up nothing, then okay, well, Wake will probably score in the 40s, but... We'll see 13 and a half and 64 and a half or 65. NC State hosts Charleston Southern Utah hosts Southern Utah Marshall's going to Notre Dame uh, we should see a much better offense today from Notre Dame with Tyler Buckner um, and Marshall is obviously um, you know a lower scoring game Notre Dame or the lowest scoring team Notre Dame lays 20 and a half totals 48 and a half this is one of the lower totals you'll see in the top 25.
0: Well, I, I think Marshall's going to have trouble scoring. The key will be can can Notre Dame put up enough to pull away in that game? I don't see Marshall scoring a lot, but I just didn't. I wasn't impressed I with. Either. I wasn't impressed enough with Buckner to, to say I'm going to lay that. Um, I was going to say Texas San Antonio laying two and a half to Army today. Ah. At Army. yeah, it's a nooner. Um, Texas San Antonio. Four overtimes, they lose to Houston. But, you know, Harris is back. They've got some athletes back. I'm not sure. I think they can get Army today. I mean, it's a huge. You can start off 0-2 if you're Texas San Antonio after winning 11 games. You're going to have a – I mean, it's not going to be the same season.
1: No, 100%. Where is that game?
0: It's at Army, so I'm not sure what the weather's like in New York because it, it could be raining up there. But I still think Texas San Antonio has enough athletes. Not, to win that
1: but there's going to be rain coming into the uh... – it's going to be raining down in Blacksburg, I think, probably starting now. And then all that rain is going to come up here. It's t- like late tonight, tomorrow. So it, the weather up north of us should be fine. It yeah. could be a factor tomorrow. Tennessee Pitt, 330 ABC game. Here you go. Tennessee's laying six or six and a half on the road, total 64 and a half. Um, and obviously, with Tennessee, you're talking about Hen and Hooker and explosive offense. And then with Pittsburgh, Obviously, a great game against West Virginia. Offensively, Slovis looked pretty good. They win that game 38-31. This could be a high-scoring game. Are um, six or six and a half? Is that a little too many for Tennessee to be laying on the road? I don't know, but um, this is a game I definitely want to watch.
0: I like the over in this spot. I just think they they played a high-scoring game last year. I think the tempo that Tennessee runs, it'll just you'll just have more possessions in this game. Ball State obviously couldn't get it done last week, but they had a ton of possessions. And I can see Slovis and Pitt moving the ball. That's not an unusually super high-scoring college football game if it's 35-31 final. Um, I I think that they get there, and I I like the total in that game. As far as the spread, hmm. I guess we're going to find out how good Tennessee is today, too. When you're going on the road to a top-20 team, you know that they're going to be hyped there and you're laying a touchdown. I could see them covering, but I lean on the over on that one.
1: 62 and a half there on the over on the tote. Uh, Georgia should roll Samford. Here's a game that interests me and you may see this on my plays today. Uh, App State's going to Texas A&M down to Kyle Field at College Station. Now A&M lays 18 and a half. Total is 54. I just have a vibe this is going to be a higher scoring game. And, um, you know, A&M... They started out of the gate a little slow last week. But Haynes King, their quarterback, ended up having three touchdowns. And they finally they finally rolled and beat Sam Houston just 31-0. But I think that, you know, App State, we saw what they can do offensively. Very explosive last week against Carolina. And Chase Bryce, who's been at three different schools. I think this could be a high higher-scoring game. Um, and this game also starts at 3.30.
0: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know that App State's going to be either North Carolina and this kid Drake May just is the greatest offense ever or the App State defense isn't what it used to be. If I'm am a I better get that offense rolling and start getting it rolling today because in a few more weeks they go to Bama, right? And right. you better not, you better not go into Bama struggling on offense. I'm going to tell you that right now. I don't care how good they think their defense is. You better not – I'm not sure how much App State's going to put up. They could put up a couple touchdowns, but I, that's a that's not a high total. You could see that. You could see AM getting in the high 30s, a 38 or 45 to 17 final, something like that. I, I can see that game getting there.
1: I could see AM because they weren't that good la- uh, last week offensively. They weren't.
0: No. I think my going to kill Southern Miss, by the way. Just kill Southern Miss. Oh,
1: I love it. Maryland because is at Charlotte this uh, this afternoon at 3.30. Maryland, of looks like – Yep, I see 28, 64 and a half. Charlotte's 0-2, and they've given up 40 plus in both of their losses. Uh, Maryland did not look good offensively last week. Talia Tangavailoa looked okay, through a bad pick um on a possession where they certainly should have scored at least three, probably seven. And um, but they do. They lay twenty-seven and a half or twenty-eight at Charlotte re- at three thirty. The
0: reason, the reason is Reynolds, who's the starter for Charlotte, because Charlotte came off a decent year last year. Reynolds is out. Right. Foster, who's Foster's the backup at Charlotte. Foster is out. Charlotte is well, starting. They're, oh, They're
1: down to their third stringer.
0: They're starting a red shirt freshman who is net, who has barely been on the grass or wherever mm. they play on. And so that's why that line start. Oh, it even opened. Let me tell you, if Reynolds was playing and they were getting 28, because, people that don't know Charlotte when they played Florida Atlantic in week one, they were beating Florida Atlantic early or it was close. And and then Reynolds got hurt. Who's the starter early in that game while it was still close. And then it became a blowout. And then, and then they got pummeled in the next game, I guess, but I don't, Charlotte's not going to have a good day today. That's I don't know. I don't know if Maryland's going to cover. I'm just saying there's no chance. I would take the points with Charlotte with a red shirt freshman today. No chance.
1: All right. A couple other games to talk about. Um, I did want to mention Virginia Tech real quick uh, in Blacksburg tonight, 8 o'clock. Weather could be an issue, but they're playing Boston College, and they've got to win this game. Boston College lost to Rutgers last week. Uh, Hopefully, VT can look a lot better offensively and and don't turn the ball over five times. So we'll see about that. Florida-Kentucky, this will be interesting. SEC matchup, Anthony Richardson was awesome last week. Kentucky's got their top three running backs, I believe, are out for this game, including Chris Rodriguez. And um, Florida, I think, lays about I don't know, four or five in this game. So, what do you think about Florida, Kentucky?
0: So you say, who's the Kentucky's top three running backs are out? Yeah. I believe
1: I believe they're I believe they're top three, definitely their top two, but I think their top three running backs are out of this game. Yeah,
0: that and that's why the line it opened at four. It's now up to six and it keeps right. creeping. I would probably jump on that now before it keeps creeping. I think if Florida, if Florida can come off the emotional victory and stay focused and play, I mean Kentucky's a good I mean, they're good defense, but without your top running game, they're gonna lean on Levis. And I don't think he's a great passer. I can see Kentucky getting the job done because if Kentucky wins this game, especially if they win it handily, they start to make some noise in the East. You never know what can happen with Napier. You know what I mean? So, correct. I, I, I mean, it's one of my plays. I like I, I like Florida. I gave him out at four and a half, but I like him at five and a half or six as well.
1: USC goes to Stanford laying nine and a half or ten. Stanford, of course, is, uh, has struggled the last you know couple of years. Um, USC, obviously, with a totally different Look, totally different quarterback, totally different offense with new players. Total 66 and a half in this game, Nine and a half, sixty-six and a half 66 and a half at Stanford today. Actually, tonight, 730.
0: One of the plays on, on Big Fat Winners was USC because Dougie Boy says they're going to just hammer Stanford. They usually struggle in this play. Different feel, different vibe from the team. Obviously, completely different offense, like you said. I don't know if Stanford has the fire. I mean, Stanford's going to do, I mean, let's say this was a basketball game, right? Stanford's going to try and slow this game down, run the ball, eat the clock, because they don't have the firepower to compete with USC. If this game gets into more of a track meet type of game where they have to throw the ball to compete, I can see USC pounding them, pulling away. And to be honest, I can see this game getting over the total. I can see USC putting up in the 40s, high, you know, 40s or low 50s. And then you're if you're Stanford, you're forced to score. I don't think Stanford stops them. I just don't. I
1: I don't either. Um, Definitely want to watch that game. And then there's a late game tonight that, you know, it's probably a little past my bedtime. Maybe you'll watch it. It's about 8 o'clock your time out there. And that'll be Baylor at BYU.
0: Oh, it's the biggest game of the week no one's talking about. It's crazy. I
1: mean, it's just a great game. And I'm really intrigued by this. Obviously, BYU looked awesome. Jaron Hall, um, Blake the the quarterback for Baylor, two former baseball players um what's your take on Baylor at BYU Baylor I believe uh two and a half point dog in this game
0: yeah I mean I would almost two ranked teams
1: you got nine versus 21 10 15 ESPN
0: I would almost lean with the points it's hard to go against BYU at home though they're so hard to beat at home but Mm -hmm. I would probably take Baylor plus the two and a half in that game I just think Aranda can coach He's a defensive minded coach. Could be a lower scoring game, too. I'll be shocked if it's a super duper high scoring game, but uh, just because both teams can play good defense. And while BYU likes to roll, BYU also likes to run the ball, too. And Baylor, Baylor can flat play defense. That's just what they can do. So I look for a good competitive game. I'd probably take the points with Baylor.
1: All right. Real quick, before we get to picks, um, a couple of baseball notes. Yankees lost again last night, only scored two runs. The Rays beat them. Four to two. Aaron Hicks in the left field was a complete disaster. He was benched after he misplayed two fly balls. They lose to Tampa, and Tampa has now closed that lead to three and a half. At one point, I believe the Yankees had a 15 game lead in the East. It's down to three and a half with, uh, I don't know, less than 30 games to play or so. I think they've played uh, 139. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's getting down to crunch time here for the Yankees. They cannot score. And the Braves are now the leader in the NL East. After the Mets lost to the Marlins last night, the Braves, they win. They've won eight straights. They beat the Mariners in Seattle 6-4. to four. Remember, the Mets had a seven-and-a-half game lead, and it's gone. And I did say, and props to you, Skippy, you did say the Braves were going to win that division, and they are now a half game up.
0: They're just, they just win. I mean, they, I will not be shocked one bit if the Braves are back in the World Series. I'm just telling you. I know the Dodgers are tough, but – I can definitely see, and maybe they won't, but I will not be shocked at all the brave. They just win and they can hit the ball. They have better pitching. The Mets have some, I mean, I know the Mets have great pitching too, but they have some issues at times and Mets aren't hitting the ball again. And it's all about timing too. If they're going to be hitting like the Yankees. I mean, when we talked about it, it was 15. I said, what if they lose that lead? They're close. Mm -hmm. They're close to losing. I mean, we still got another two or three weeks in the baseball season. So,
1: right. All right. Let's get the plays here. Um, I'll, I got baseball and college football plays so I guess I'll start. Uh, my baseball plays today, I'm going to go money line parlay and again. We're at that point where you have to start playing money line parlays because run lines and money lines are just so high. But I'm going to go Mets Cardinals 50 bucks pays you 75. I'll go Mets Cardinals money line parlay. I think the Mets will bounce back today. Carrasco's pitching and um, against Lopez that's a 6-10 start. And with the Cardinals, they're playing in Pittsburgh. They lost 8-2 last night. And that's going to be Flaherty, John Flaherty, playing, uh, pitching against Brubaker, who's 3-11 with about a 4.5 ERA. So I'll take the Cards to bounce back and the Mets to bounce back. I'll put them in a money line parlay. Dodgers run lines plus 125 in San Diego. The, the Padres won that game in extra innings last night, 5-4. I'll take the Dodgers with Urias against Snell. And the Orioles' run line is plus 175. And I'll take the Orioles at home at Camden Yards against Boston. And that's a 5.05 first pitch. Jordan Lyles pitching against Waka. College football, I've got the over. I kind of talked about it. i got the over 54 in the A&M App State game. I'm going to go. We didn't talk about this game. Michigan lays 52 against Hawaii. Not going to lay the 52, but I'm going to play them in the first half, Skippy. And um, I'm going to lay 33 in the first half with Michigan. I just think they'll come out and they'll be up by, you know, 35 or 42 against a horrible Hawaii team. I like Houston today at Texas Tech, a ranked team catching four points against Texas Tech. And I'll take ECU laying 12 and a half against Old Dominion at home. ECU, tough loss, just a brutal loss last week against NC State. Old Dominion upsets Tech, but I don't think they look that good. I think ECU will roll them. So I'll lay the 12 and a half. And the Teaser King, here's my Teaser King play. I'm with you on Florida. I'll drop them down from six to just to win. And I'm going to take USC also who we saw or we talked about. And I'm going to lay them, uh, lay in three in a teaser. Florida USC is my teaser King play. So I got it. I I like that. Three plays in baseball, five in college football. Talk to me.
0: You're rolling it. Um, I'm going to take Bama in the first half minus 11 and a half. I'm going to take Bama for the game because I think they kill Texas late. I'm also going to take the over in the pit game. I think it's 64 and a half against Tennessee. I'm also going to take Texas San Antonio and lay the two and a half at army. I'm also going to take Virginia at Illinois. I'm going to take Virginia plus five in that game. I think Armstrong will be able to get some, if Virginia can stop the run of Illinois, because we know Bima just likes to play like poo-poo, slow it down. I think, um, I kinda I, I can see Virginia possibly. I mean it's a it's a huge game for Virginia if they can win that game. Yep. Um I also uh I also like the Fresno State, Oregon State tonight over 59 and a half. And last play will be um also and then I've also got Florida. I like I said, I had them at four and a half, but I'll I'll lay them at five and a half.
1: All right. What about USC? Do you like USC for the game or are you gonna stay away from that?
0: I'll I'll stay away from that. If I was going to play it, I definitely would just. Stanford will have to prove that they can stop them.
1: All right. So I've got um, three baseball, five college football. You've got one, two, three, four, five. You've got six college football plays. I love
0: it. Well, we're giving 14, everybody 14 plays. Why not?
1: I love it. I fucking love it. All right. Tomorrow we'll uh, be pre, we'll recap, obviously, uh, week two in college football and all our plays, and we'll preview week one NFL. Skippy boy, have a great day. We'll talk soon. DB. Hanging out there in Jersey tomorrow morning, another live
0: show.
1: What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to
0: BetQL picking fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you've subscribed Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Leave a rating, and you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week, and we're giving out
1: baddies.